The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline, the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Erin Royer. Over the next several weeks, I'll be discussing some common New Year's resolutions around parenting. This week, I'll be talking about family organization. New Year's seems to be one of the times of year that we all want to reboot and get a handle on organization. But with families, it's a lot more than not misplacing the car keys or cleaning out the kitchen junk drawer. When it comes to family organization, it also overlaps with another very important and very common parenting resolution of becoming a more patient and more peaceful parent. For some tips on peaceful parenting, you can go back and listen to episode number eight, Tips to Being a Peaceful Parent. Or you can also check out the two classes we have on the website, Peaceful Parenting Part 1 and Part 2, at yourvillageonline.com under the Modern Parenting tab. When we are organized, can find what we need when we need it, have a schedule and stick to it relatively well, Life will always throw curveballs after all, but when things go smoothly most of the time because we are organized and prepared, we are a lot less stressed and can also save a lot of time, which gives us more time to stay organized and more quality time to spend with our family. So this is a positive cycle. We also teach our kids how to be more organized with both their time and their things. We pass off that responsibility in age-appropriate ways as our children age, from putting their own toys away at a very young age, to dressing and cleaning their rooms, to keeping track of their own belongings, such as sporting equipment and homework, as they grow older. These are great life skills that greatly contribute to their success and the success of the family. There are a lot of areas to consider when getting and or staying organized, morning routines, toys and art supplies, meal planning and prepping, school supplies and homework schedules, kitchen counters, drawers, mail, coupons, receipts, extracurricular activities, kids' clothes, not just keeping laundry clean, but sorting out old clothes that are too small. There's not much that's more aggravating than being in a hurry to get to school with very few clothing options and the last two pairs of pants in the drawer are two sizes too small. This list goes on and on. 
Parents have a lot of balls to keep in the air and things to keep track of and organized. So I'll talk about a few of these areas and share tips for these areas in today's episode on family organization. Let's start by talking about some of the biggest time wasters if they're not properly organized, and that is keys, cell phones, purses, and wallets. We can literally waste hours each week looking for these items. So first, find a place for each of these items that you regularly use or need and get into the habit of always putting them there. I used to waste tons of time looking for my cell phone and keys every week. We decided to put a hookup in the laundry room for my purse and keys, which is right off the garage. So I got in the habit of always hanging them up as soon as I walked in from the garage. My husband keeps his in his kitchen drawer. The cell phone is another challenge since it doesn't usually stay in one place. So there's a trick for both Android and iPhone besides asking someone to call it since that requires both that someone is home with you and that your phone is not on silent or vibrate. And we know how hard it is to hear it when there's a lot of noise with kids in the background if it's on vibrate. For Android, you would go to your computer and log into your Gmail account that's associated with your phone. From there, you'll see a list of devices associated with the account. You can click on the ring button to make the phone ring so you can locate it. The iPhone process is very similar. Go to your computer and log into your iCloud.com account. Click the Find iPhone icon. Then at the top, it says All Devices. Click on that, drop down and select your phone. Then you click Play Sound. It will play the sound until you get to your phone and find it. Morning routines are another big struggle for many families. And actually, I got a question about just this. So I will answer the question in the process of discussing an overall strategy for mornings. And I also want to share this experience that a lot of parents can relate to and might find helpful or interesting. I worked the valet line at my oldest son's school a few years ago, and the parents are all over the map. There are parents who drop off their kids in their perfectly pristine car 15 minutes early with their clothes clean, pressed, wrinkle-free. You've seen them. Then at the other end of the spectrum is the parent in the very dirty, dinged-up car rushing into the valet line 30 seconds before, and many times... 30 seconds to a couple minutes after the bell, with disheveled kids and paper sticking out of an overstuffed, beat-up backpack. Kids still on tablets playing games when you open up the car door, shoving the kids out of the car, yelling that they'll be late, and pointing out the water bottle on the floor of the car that have fallen out due to the overstuffed backpacks, followed by throwing a fruit roll-up at each kid because they never even had time for breakfast. Then most of us fall somewhere in between these two extremes. The goal is to not be the panicked, chronically behind schedule, ill-prepared family. So first, start from the arrival time and move backwards from there. So whether the arrival time is for the adult getting to work or the child getting to school, this is the time from which to start and move backwards. So as an example, for us, the kids need to be at school by eight. This means we are out the door by 7.40. We have five minutes for loading the car, five minutes for driving, and five minutes for walking over to the school and drop off. We leave a five-minute cushion. Always leave a cushion. It cuts down on stress. 
And if you arrive five minutes early, then no problem. But rushing is never fun. So a kid can't find a shoe, the backpack spills open and everything falls out getting out of the car, you're covered and not panicked. So we now move backwards from the 7.40 leave time. It means everyone needs to be at the breakfast table by 7.20. And actually one of our kids needs to be starting breakfast by 7.15 because she talks a lot and eats slow. So she needs more time at the breakfast table. This means a 7 a.m. wake up for her and a 7.10 wake up for the other two. So if they aren't up on their own by their allotted time, I know when I need to start getting them moving. If getting one or more children up in the morning is a constant battle, you can see the class on toddler sleep, even if your child is older than a toddler, because there is a chapter on there on how to choose a proper bedtime based on the amount of sleep children need by age which will help pick a proper bedtime and work on that bedtime routine, get things smoother on the other end. This episode is sponsored by By Heart. By Heart is an infant nutrition company whose mission is simple, make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, By Heart created a clinically proven, easy to digest infant formula that's made with organic grass-fed whole milk, certified clean ingredients, and features a patented protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Our blend includes the most abundant protein found in breast milk, alpha-lac, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum, along with broken down, partially hydrolyzed proteins. By Heart is an easy to digest formula, In addition to its patented protein blend, our formula includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey to casein ratio like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. BiHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk, not skim. Curious about BiHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with the code parenting for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So Mary sent in a question about morning routines. She says, we seem to do well with getting up in the morning in plenty of time, but what's killing us is the procrastination. I have two boys, six and nine, and my kids end up playing around, completely ignoring me and not getting ready when I ask. I'm busy making lunches, packing backpacks and such, as well as getting myself ready. I ask him three four, or five times to get their shoes on. They ignore me and ignore me until I yell at the last minute, and at this point, we're running late. We usually manage to get there just in time, but sometimes we are a few minutes late. It drives me crazy, and I really want to turn this around. What can I do? This is a very common pattern, Mary, so I'm really glad you asked. So first, start with setting up a schedule like I just shared, starting with a drop-off time and moving backwards. Now, I want you to pad yours by 10 to 15 minutes, at least for right now. After you get yourself and your two boys into better habits, you can shrink that padding and pull it back to the 5 to 10 minutes. So for you, 
First, I would try to change making lunches into the evening. The less you have in the morning, the better. Next, I would work on giving the nine-year-old some more responsibility. The nine-year-old should be in charge of making his own lunch, packing his own backpack the night before and in the morning. Have him do as much of this the night before so there's no morning battle. In the morning, all he should have to do besides getting himself ready and eating breakfast is to put his lunch into his own backpack. Homework or anything else needed for that day should be packed up the night before. Lastly, pad your own time by 5 to 10 minutes, starting for now, because you're going to work on getting yourself and your boys into a new habit. So here's what's happening now and why it's not working. When we repeat ourselves, it teaches our kids that they don't need to listen the first time. What they're learning is that they don't need to listen until you get mad, until you raise your voice. If you're packing lunches or putting dishes in the dishwasher or heading up to finish getting ready, whatever it may be, it signals that you are not really ready to go and that it's okay to ignore you. It signals to them that you've moved back the time that you start asking in order to allow more and more time for the asking, begging, pleading, and commanding that they get ready. And they know this. No matter how early you start asking, they won't get ready until they know you mean business. So you just end up repeating yourself more and more and longer and longer. What you really need to do is to stop the repeating. Say it once and expect compliance. So starting now, what you want to do is be ready to go. Be completely dressed, backpacks packed, and ready to walk out the door. Then say, it's time to go. I need you to get your shoes on now, please. If they don't, then you take them by the shoulders and guide them. I asked you to put your shoes on. Get your backpacks. I'll be waiting in the car. This is where the extra five to 10 minutes comes in. If not finding shoes is an issue, teach them to always put their shoes in the same place when they take them off. For us, it's the laundry room. When my kids take them off, haphazardly in the family room or leave them under the kitchen table, I remind them. This way, they get into a good and responsible habit of putting their shoes where they belong, and it saves us so much time in the morning from hunting around the house for shoes. After you've done this new pattern for three to five days, they will learn that get your shoes on means get your shoes on. Soon, you will be able to tell them to get their shoes on while you are finishing up your last five minutes of tasks in the morning, maybe putting a few dishes in the dishwasher, grabbing the keys or whatever your routine is, and getting out the door. So I have time to cover one more area of family organization. So since this is the time of year that a lot of families like to get a handle on areas of life and the house that tend to get out of hand over time, like junk drawers, linen closets, kids' clothes they've outgrown and such, I'm going to talk about some tips for keeping these things from getting too out of hand. First, I like to have a schedule for how often I organize these different areas of our home. Everyone's will be different depending on circumstances. For us, I go through the kids' clothes about every six months to clear out anything that's too small, take an inventory of what they have, and see what, if anything, I need to buy, like socks, pants, shorts, etc. I do this in the beginning of spring and the beginning of fall. But when the kids are really little, it seems like they outgrow stuff almost daily. So you may want to do it more often if your kids are still toddlers or under. 
For me, the linen closet is once a year, if that. I just did a big cleanup of our linen closet, cleaning out all the toddler bed sheets, old towels, and blankets. And this was the first time I'd done this in over two years, so it had gotten a little out of hand. The kids and I took them all to the animal shelter so they could give them to the animals to keep warm this winter. Now, our kitchen junk drawer should be organized every three months or so, but this is an area I need to work on for this year. I really need to get a drawer organizer and then also work on our system for storing receipts, coupons, mail, restaurant menus, and other such items so we can keep it more organized once it's in better shape. So if this is a problem area for you, this may be something you want to think about how you can organize these things that work best for you, how often you want to clean out your kitchen drawer, or if it bothers you at all, or if you spend too much time looking for items in that drawer. So another tip is to figure out a system for storing these things like receipts, coupons, mail, menus, and such. This is an area I'm putting on my list to do better with this year. Toys is another area that may need cleaned out more or less often, depending on the age of the kids. If you have a lot of toys, consider keeping some of the toys out and some put away somewhere like the garage and then rotating them once a month. If kids have too many toys at their disposal, it can be overwhelming and they don't play as deeply. And they also tend to get bored easier with more toys around rather than less. We want kids to go deep in their play. When their options are more limited, they have more opportunity to go deeper in their play with those toys that are available. I'll have a class on toys that are good for children's development as well as some more information about how to facilitate this deeper play that is really beneficial to their development. And that class will be coming up in another two to three months. The other area that I personally will be working on more this year is the car. For me, this tends to get overlooked a lot. Between school, homework, healthy meals and snacks, swim team, and my own health and wellness and work, the car gets the short end of the stick. So my goal is to have the car cleaned out once a month, which will force me to clean it out and find all those lost water bottles and other such things that tend to disappear under the seats of the car. Now, there is a new class on family organization that I just put up on the site that also covers organizing in the areas of homework and school projects, meal planning and prep, basic household chores, shopping and to-do lists, family schedules, including extracurricular activities, and helping kids take on responsibility in all these areas as they age, which helps families run even smoother and teaches kids these important life skills that contribute to their success in life and their relationships moving forward. It also comes with several printouts for helping with organizing and scheduling tasks. The class is on the site at yourvillageonline.com under the Modern Parenting tab. Also, as a New Year's gift, I have a promo code for 25% off either of the monthly memberships, monthly or three-month, and it will only be valid for anyone who signs up from now until the end of January. The promo code is HAPPY2017, HAPPY2017, which you can enter at the bottom of the checkout page. Next week, I will be covering the area of health and wellness as it relates to being a healthy parent and raising healthy families. If you have a question or are looking for tips on how to take steps for your New Year's resolutions, or if you have a parenting question you'd like answered, you can send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.